Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the mighty Ring Talk Radio Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your host. I'm also an award-winning writer, four-time Golden Glove champion. Straight up, I'm kicking ass for the next two hours. You and I here on the Ring Talk Radio Network. Open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Skype line, yes, that's happening as well. The address is Sports Byline and the number two. And last but not least, the guilt-free text line. That's right. You can drop a hammer on me if you want with a guilt-free text, 415-275. 1613. That's 415-275-1613. We are a couple of weeks away. Make that 13 days away, of course, from the McGregor Mayweather Showdown. Call it what you want. The partial century, the partial fight of the of the year, if not the century thus far in 2017. You can't think of a more partial event, can you? But guess what? The world will be watching this, as will I at Ricky Sports Theater over in San Leandro, California. It's Ricky's.com. Straight up. I got to tell you, I wouldn't pay 100 bucks to watch it. So if I were you, I would get together with like about 15 people, all throwing five to six bucks a piece, buy yourself some beers, some buds, whatever you want to do. Hey, have some sodas, have a great time, have a barbecue, and watch it that way. Because you spend 100 bucks a pop, I think you're going to be vastly disappointed at the end of the night. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, Saturday and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern time right here on the Ring Talk Radio Network. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable, you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800-692-0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800 935-2177. 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. 
Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. I'm not invincible. Uh, the great Floyd Mayweather is invincible. Nobody's invincible. You just have guys that are really, really good at what they do. And, 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 and that's just what it is. But anybody can be knocked out. Anything can happen in that ring. And that's why boxing has the buzz and intrigue that it has. And that's why it'll never die because I, I'm a huge sports fan. I watch all sports. But it, it's, something, it's one thing to watch a team sport. But it's something else to watch two men at the highest level battle. And one may be favored over the other, but you never know what's going to happen. And, and that's, what, that's why boxing is the way it is. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Yeah, that's him, man. Bruno Mars back from the break, folks. Give him some props donating a million bucks to the people of Flint, Michigan. And whether you realize it or not, folks, listen to me. We are all residents of Flint, Michigan. Without an environmental protection, uh, environmental protection uh, organization going on in this country, stripping all the regulations from all these polluters and this and that, we're in trouble and you just don't realize we can all be Flint, Michigan real soon. Think about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, emanating from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California. Folks, I'm a stone's throw away from Fisherman's Wharf, of course, the world's most beautiful tourist site, no doubt about that. Open phone lines around the planet, coast to coast, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. I'm going to dog somebody a little bit now, and I don't do this too often, but you know, I worked with a lot of Cuban fighters. I did. When Harold Smith brought some Cuban fighters like Dio Belli, Sertago, I think he challenged Kostya Zou. He did at one point in time for the world 140-pound title. And there were other fighters he brought over from Cuba or there were Cuban uh, nationals. They, they escaped the island and came over and, of course, started boxing careers. But for the most part, how can I put this? They are lazy. I mean, lazy, 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 and they like to eat. These guys eat themselves out of, you wouldn't believe. Anyway, one of the most talented fighters I've ever seen in my life is probably the most wasted talent of the last decade. I'm talking about Uriokas Camboa, the Cuban, of course. What's he now, 33, 34 years old, man? Take that back, yeah. And he's, he's, he's got all the moves, 27 and 2. Of course, had a fight last night, barely won against some guy that was 15 and 2. But before that, he had got stopped by... Uh, Robinson Castellanos that came in at 23-12. and 12. I mean, you talk about a set-up fight. You've got a guy that's lost 12 times. Whether he's rugged or not, he's lost 12 times. He, know what it is. he knows what it is to lose. So you're coming against Gamboa, who at the time was 26-1, and one, and guess what? Gamboa quits on his stool and decides not to come out. Well, that's Gamboa. He just doesn't have it. Some Cuban fighters don't. I just don't know what it is. I remember... It wasn't Dio Belli's Hurtado, but we were all running together. Yeah, it was Dio Belli's Hurtado. We were all running together one morning down there in Miami, Florida. I was the running guy, so I got these guys out of bed in the morning to run. Oh, boy, that was fun. Anyway, so I get these guys out of bed to run in the morning, and we're, like, all sitting around stretching, you know, and I smelled booze. I thought I smelled booze in the van. And I'm saying to myself, you know, I'm not a drinker. I didn't smoke. I didn't drink anything last night, and I know I didn't drink anything last night. So I was smelling booze. I was a designated driver. So we all got out to run, and... I smell some more booze. So anyway, you know, being, being the ex-cop, private investigator, nosy person that I am, I want to know what was going on here. I mean, who was drinking the booze? Was it the trainer, Renee? No, it wasn't the trainer because I got him face-to-face, and it wasn't him. Turned out to be it was Dio Belli's Hurtado himself. So when I went over to pick this guy up personally the next morning, I didn't wait for him outside. I came upstairs for Hurtado's house, uh, Hurtado's house and knocked on the uh, little condo door there, and he opened up, and, like, booze just, like, ran out the door at me. Like, you imagine somebody smoking weed, and you can smell it. I like, just imagine the same thing with alcohol coming through the door. So I knew right then and there this this man, this young man, had an alcohol problem. That and the other Cubans can't seem to discipline themselves. I mean, 
they, they like Gamboa. Uh, there's there's twelve guys like Gamboa to every one guy like Joel Casimir that's been dedicated. So I really don't know what to say about that, except that I guess it's sort of like a bull in a tent in a candy store. What do I mean by that? Is you know he's running ragged. He really doesn't know what he's doing, and then you give him something he's never seen before, and he, he just goes crazy. Just, just, just absolutely goes crazy. Does know how to, does not know how to turn himself away. Remember, Guillermo Rigondeau, of course, he was the 126 pound champion. Now the Cuban, of course, national, good looking fighters, two time national, uh, and take that back, two band, two time uh, world amateur champion. Um, he has some good skills, but what happened? He went down to Brazil and he tried to defect the first time from Cuba, ran up like a ten thousand dollar hotel bill, eating and this kind of stuff. And of course, they deported him back to Cuba before he can get his money get back to the United States, of course. Then the second time around, the, uh, the I guess the deportation or the, the, the fact that he wanted to come to the U.S., he was serious about it and ended up getting here. But at the end of the day, these guys are very undisciplined because of the fact that they've never had anything. And when you don't have anything and you give something, that does, give something to somebody that doesn't have anything, well, they can tend to abuse it. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Quiet weekend in the world of professional boxing. Of course, the end of August always is that way. It just don't ask me why, but August is sort of has always sort of sucked for fights. The last great fight I can think of in August was like 1989, August of 1989. Guess who? Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson, of course, and Carl the Truth Williams. The last time Mike Tyson won before he was knocked out by Buster Douglas, of course, in February of 1990. Now, a couple of weeks ago, one of the powerful, pound best fighters in the world was on display, folks. I don't think he needs any dis- any introduction, but I will anyway. This is the great Mikey Garcia. Um, he's a tough fighter. He's a great fighter. He's got great skills. I was just a uh, better fighter tonight. Your technique was so superior and your angles and your jabs. What enabled this all to come together against a very accomplished fighter? I think it's the timing. I always t- said, you know, I have very good timing. And it's underestimated when you're looking outside from outside of the ring. But when you get inside of the ring with me, you find out that my timing is just a step in front of them. You threw 783 punches compared to 400, and you connected on power shots 225 to 125. How are you able to maintain that level of activity? Well, we trained for that for 10 weeks. We had a great training camp, great sparring. We knew that it was going to be a tough fight, so we had to be in great shape. We had to be ready to do whatever it takes to win this fight, and that's what we were able to accomplish that. You said before the fight, if you were able to punch him, it stops his offense. Was that the effect that you had this evening? It was uh, effective. It was part of the strategy to keep being a little bit more busier than the average fights that I have. That keeps him on the defensive side and allows me to continue my work ethic. What do you do now? You're undefeated, 37-0. and There's some big names out there, Lomachenko, Crawford, Linares. What would you like to do from here? Anybody that wants to come join us on Showtime, they can come and give us a phone call. We're ready for anybody. And would you like to do it at this weight, or, or you've considered perhaps moving up, correct? Well, we uh, want to look at the options. I can come down to 135 for a big, important fight, a lightweight, or I can stay at 140, or if the opportunity is right, maybe move up to 147. Mikey, congratulations. Super effort. Robert, congratulations. Adrian, tough night here tonight. What was the biggest difference in your mind in this fight? Um, first of all, I got to thank God. I got to thank um, all the people who came to see me lose, all the people who came to see me win, because at the end of the day, y'all the reason I make all this money. Um, and another thing, I just want to congratulate Mikey Garcia, his team, Robert Garcia, all them. But you know what? Uh, the fight, it was a good fight. You know, at the end of the day, I'm a, I'm a fighter. I come to fight. I come to win. And I put my heart on the line. I feel like. A.B., you kept shaking your head and talking during the fight as though you were never hurt or, or never never backed up really by him. What was the thought process and your strategy in all of that? And how come you couldn't seem to muster when you needed that, that energy and that spirit that would have, you know, got you back into the fight? It was, it, it was Tom and Jerry. He, <laughs> I had to catch the mouse. You said it was a do-or-die fight, and unfortunately it didn't they come out. They said it's a do-or-die fight. At the end of the day, listen, I'm still A.B. I'm still about billions. I'm still the can, man. And anybody still can't get it. And if you want a rematch in California, we can do it. And what about the weight? Was it just too much weight for you to come down? I wasn't tired. Okay. I was okay. 
It's just he fought he fought a better fight tonight. He was the better man tonight, and it's okay. At the end of the day, I'm still a four-time world champion, four different weight classes, and when I'm done with sport, I'm going to be in the history books. All right, Adrian, thank you. Thank y'all. All right, Mo, back to you. All right, thank you very much, Jim. And uh, Mikey Garcia, triumphant, making his way back to the dressing room. Adrian Broner not exactly enduring himself to what was a partisan crowd, I believe, for AB for most of the night. As we look at the official scoring. Adrian Broner doing a 180 there, of course, going from a nice guy to a bad guy. I mean, he's just he's an idiot. What can I say? I can't give him much props except for the fact that he did go 12 rounds. That's a long ways to go, 36 minutes against a guy who's knocking the snot out of you for the most part. Straight up, one of the guys who was mentioned, of course, for my, uh, Mikey Garcia is Vasil Lomachenko, who was the winner last week, uh, beating a young man by the name of Miguel Mariaga. He now has a record of nine wins and one losses, nine wins and one loss, seven KOs, a two-time Olympian. He's the WBO 130-pound champion. They say pound for pound, he deserves to be up there, number one, number two, number three. Wow, that's a debate. That's a debate we should have someday. Who is the best fighter of pound for pound in the world? Not, you know... Because it's really debatable. I mean, you know, boxers, punchers, what do you like? Boxers, punchers, combinations. I mean, straight up, there's all kinds of fighters right now that could probably vie for being the best fighter pound for pound in the world, maybe three or four. And who are they? Golovkin, Canelo Alvarez, the aforementioned Mikey Garcia, and maybe who? Chocolito Gonzalez, of course, after he got his head handed to him by that by that tie guy at 115, maybe not so. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. If you are new to the Ring Talk family, let me welcome you to the clan, baby. If you've been here with me for 33, make that 34 years, well, you know what's going on. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Next up, we're talking concussions with Dr. Netan Dr. Netan knows all about head, head trauma, folks. He is a neurosurgeon. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. So Peter Frampton, who I saw last night in Mountain View, California, Frampton came alive, baby. I wonder how you're feeling. There's ringing in my ears. And no one to relate to, save the sea. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. 
Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. I retired because of concussions in 2005, the summer 2005, and, I didn't, and at that time, I just knew my head hurt, okay? Guys weren't retiring because of concussions at the time. Right. I, I retired because my head hurt, um, my personality was changed. Um, I knew that the first hit uh, of training camp in 2005, if I was actually, I would have gotten concussed. I was getting concussed the first hit of every training camp wow. starting, in 2000, or starting in about 2002. And so... And then once I would get that first one, I would be more susceptible to getting them. So look, what happened was for years there, I had a bad, bad drug addiction. And it was a lot of it was because I wanted to feel better. My head hurt. My right. personality changed. Um, and so I wanted to feel better and feel like my old self. So it led to years and years of drug addiction, which I've gotten that cleaned up. Um, and I've done so much research. I've gone to every... I've gone to different types of doctors, neurosurgeons, neurologists, neuropsychologists, family doctors, psychiatrists, on and on and on um, to try and find answers. And I've found what best works for me. I have a blueprint for success for me, and I'm doing much better. And I do the radio down in Houston, Texas on Sports Radio 610 CBS Radio, and that cognitively challenges me every single day. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Clock says 28 minutes past the hour. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. My name is Pedro Fernandez. On the line from the East Coast, the great Dr. Netan Sati. Dr. Sati, how are you, sir? I'm good, Pedro. I hope you and your fans are all good, too. Oh, I don't know if they're my fans or my listeners. Anyway, do we have? let's just do that disclaimer. Yeah, so I just wanted to... This claim that I work as the chief medical officer for the New York State Athletic Commission, and the views I'm going to express in your show are my own. They don't represent the views of the New York State Athletic Commission. Thank you. Okay. Now, um, things are happening in the world of professional football. The, in the recent release of that N- NFL study where 110 of 111 uh, retired football players were autopsied, are showing uh, show significant brain damage and CTE. Wow. That's like, that's not 100%, but that's better than 99%, 110 of 111. That's true. And, uh, you know, this article, uh, I'll urge your listeners, if they really want to, you know, insight into this topic, to actually try to read the actual article. Obviously, it's a medical article. It was published in the Journal of, uh, you know, it's called JAMA Journal, Journal of Association of medicine, American Medical Association. So, you know, that, that article and the way that it was portrayed in the media obviously kind of raised all these concerns that, that CT is very, very common in, in football players. And, and there have been two sides. There are people who have said, well, you know, the media has just hyped this up a lot, kind of like a scare, scare tactic, and, you know, we should like kind of step back a little bit and try to look at the study objectively. So if you really look at the study objectively, you have to understand that this was a sample which was of professional football players who probably were exhibiting some signs and symptoms concerning for this disease. And with your permission, I'd like to talk about this disease a little bit. So obviously that, that sample, the instance of CTE was high. So... What exactly is CTE? So the word CTE stands for chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Each word has a meaning. Chronic means it's chronic, occurs over a period of time. Traumatic means it occurs because of trauma. And think about encephalopathy as meaning 
for want of better word, a disease of the brain. So these are, and, and this diagnosis is made not in a living person. This diagnosis is made after the person has died. And when you look at the brain, you, you know, you do what is called as pathology of the brain, make sections and look under the microscope, you find that this, this deposition of this abnormal proteins in various parts of the brain and this, this disease presents more like at a sort of a young age, maybe in the late, late 40s, these, these, these people with this disease have, you know, neurocognitive symptoms, uh, attention being off, concentration is off, problems in memory, changes in mood and behavior, you know, depression, anxiety. So, this, by the way, this disease, CTE, is not new. It has been there for many, many years. It's just that now, with, with the media, this thing, there's more sort of, sort of awareness of the disease. So the study certainly raises concern, no doubt about that. The study certainly raises concern about CTE and how common is it actually in football players. That's been done. I would like to say, or use a word of caution here. The sample was a very specific sample. And really, if you look at the broader sort of... Uh, population of athletes or football players, exactly how common is CT in those, in those players, we really don't know. So I would, as everybody talks about it, I would like to use just a little bit of restraint and say that, you know, we don't have all the answers and certainly just, you know, sens sensationalizing this topic is not helpful. Okay, I understand that, but 110 of 111, those autopsies that doesn't look good. I mean, if you if you studied 110 of 111 smokers and they all had a chronic lung disease, you'd say, guess what? They shouldn't be smoking. Guaranteed point taken and point well made. And all I'm saying is that, like, like I tried to explain, the sample was a highly selected sample in which probably the, the likelihood of disease was already common. Mm -hmm. And so really when you look at the broader population, what is the implication of people who are playing amateur football at amateur level, or even professional football, how common is disease actually in these athletes? We still don't know. And all I'm trying to say is that science should take precedence and we should follow where the scientific data is taking us without sensationalizing this in the media. I'm not trying to downplay the disease. All I'm saying is, you know, concerns are raised and we need further studies looking at the instance of the disease, not just in football players, but also in boxing. Interesting. Continue, Doc. I mean, boxing, of course, you and I are, boxing is our, is our, 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 we love it. You and I both love it, and yet we both sit here and we're aghast sometimes at its results. <laughs> yeah, so I just want to, for the boxing public, the, you know, your, your listeners who are passionate about boxing, this disease, CTE, is just not reported in football players. Very early in boxing, a disease very similar to CTE was reported. In fact, in 1928, the first studies came out about a disease called dementia pugilistica, also sometimes known as punch drunk syndrome. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine 1928 in boxers, the concern was raised that some boxers who are getting hit in the head repeatedly through their over years, at a young age, these boxers were developing problems in attention, concentration, memory, mood and behavioral changes. If you look at the previous studies done from that time, some of these boxes were institutions. And, you know, there's a lot of terms used. Some of the older listeners will know terms like slug nutty. When, you know, if you get slugged on the head, you become nutty. <laughs> and so this disease is also a cause for concern in boxes. And what I really like to tell the listeners, people who, who are boxing, boxing fans, professional boxers, amateur boxers, is that, you know, while we all worry about acute neurological injuries in boxing, what happens to a boxer suddenly has a bleed in the brain during a fight, we worry about that. We must also remember that there are certain chronic neurological injuries that occur because of boxing. You know, years of boxing can cause some brain problems, brain damage. And one of these diseases is something like CTE, which in boxers has been referred to as dementia pugilistica. But the problem is, how do we, how do we prognosticate our 
our, our boxes, our athletes? How do we tell them, listen, no more. That's it. You got to hang up your gloves. Doc, you know, that's, that's what, we, what we don't know yet. Doc, I wish you the best. What's your blog, Doc? Before I let you go, give us that blog of yours. My blog is braindiseases.wordpress.com. The great Dr. Netan Sethi. Doc, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Me and the doc are going to Cuba, baby. That's right, Cuba. We're leaving on October the 23rd out of Miami, Florida, on the 30th Annual World Boxing Organization Convention Cruise. Call it what you want. We're having a party, baby. We're leaving October 23rd out of Miami, Florida. I wish you were there. Just eat it up because Pedro's going to be kicking ass all over the Caribbean. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Well, can I tell you something? Huh? I play high, I play high school football. Mm-hmm. Football is a tough sport. Compared to boxing, I mean, it's much tougher than boxing. I mean, it was, I, I enjoyed it while I was playing it, but it's a tough, tough sport. I thank God that I did play when I started boxing. When I got tired from working hard, I thought about a football day. I kept it on going. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. You know, I'm just excited, uh, just excited to be back. I wish we could do a fight every night. You know me, Pedro. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. <laughs> I'm going to like you. I'm going to hang you, but I'm going to like you. Box, may he rest in peace. He was like one of my buddies, man. Three days before he died, he was shooting me texts and shooting me emails talking about fights. I mean, he was suffering like you would not believe and still... He was a boxing fan until the very, very, very end. Rest rest in peace, the great Nick Charles. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking through the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, 
Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific, and that's 2 p.m. Eastern time, right here on the Sports Byline Sports uh, Network. You are tuned to the bottom line is the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You know, in the past week, I've reached out to some people that I've known in the past, and I've had some run-ins with, of course, both positive and negative. And I was talking with Don King about Don Elbaum, and then, of course, Ernie Shavers came up. And I said, you know what? I need to get Ernie Shavers on the show. And guess what? I hooked up with Ernie Shavers this past week, and here's Ernie and I unplugged. I am honored, folks, with the presence of my next guest. Of course, he is called the Acorn, the Black Destroyer. I call him Ernie Shavers. Ernie, how's life treating you, my brother? Life is great. And the fight game, I'm a lot of from business-wise. I'm well-known worldwide. I travel all over the world. Uh, I stay quite busy. 74 and 14 with one draw. Let's talk about your boxing career before we get into Ernie Shavers 2017. Larry Holmes told me one time, me and Larry were kicking it in Antigua. You know where Antigua is? It's one of them islands out there in the Caribbean. I've been there, yeah. Yeah, so me and Larry are kicking it on the beach, and I'm saying, you know, what's it like, man? I mean, you know, fighting these dudes. You fought some bad dudes. He goes, yeah. He goes, you know. I said, Larry, you know, the only time I ever got knocked down in a fight was when I didn't see a punch coming. He said, yeah. He goes, that applies with everybody. I said, with everybody except one person. I said, who's that? He goes, Ernie Shavers. He goes, you can see the punch coming, but it don't matter. You're probably going down. You hit that hard, man. Yeah, I was I was tremendous puncher. See, I grew up on a farm doing bales of hay. We had an old wooden furniture, a lot of chopping trees down for the cold, from the cold. So they built up my leg and back muscle where the power come from. Hmm, interesting, interesting. But, you know, when, how can I put this? Holmes told me you hit hard. I, mean, I was with Ali in, in Macau a couple, on a couple of different occasions and this and that, and we talked about hard punches, this and that, and he said Ernie Shaver, and Ali wasn't the most vocal guy in the world in 1994, but he just rolled his eyes anytime I mention your name, man. Keep him away from me. Keep Ernie Shavers away from me. Ernie, I mean, they, they loved you, but they didn't want you around. Well, I got along with Ali. Ali and Larry both were good to me. Mm-hmm. Ali let me use his training camp to prepare for Jimmy Hall's fight and three other fights. Larry always worked for me when I needed spine partners. Interesting. So, what was now? now who now, who got you started in boxing? Who was a manager? I can't think of his name right now. A little short guy. He fought. Um, he used to fight back in the day as well. I can't think of his name. Who who am I thinking of? Pedro Tomas. No, no, no. The, the little Jewish cat. The little Jewish cat that was with Don King. Remember, he lost you to Don King in a contract dispute or something like that? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, but he, he didn't get me started. That guy didn't get me started. Pedro told me I got me started. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He, he, the Don guy did work for me uh, while I got in the fight game. But Pedro told me as a young fellow how that's who started me in 70, like in 1967. Okay. When you hit people and they fall the way they did, um, what did that, what did that say to you? Did you, I mean, you realize early on that you could punch, but when you could punch harder than any man in the history of the heavyweight division, and that's how you're regarded as the hardest puncher in the heavyweight history. George Foreman has told me that Muhammad Ali has told me that Larry Holmes has told me that if those three guys tell me that I'm going to believe them, you are the hardest puncher in heavyweight history. Well, see, I grew up on a farm. See, I do a lot of hard work. Uh, we did a lot of chopping trees, throwing bells of hay, counting bags of wheat, and that made me become a hard puncher or develop my back and leg muscle where the power come from. So when I started boxing, I'm naturally a puncher then. I just, uh, it taught me how to punch correctly. You know, they put guys that aren't even boxers in the world in the International Boxing Hall of Fame like Sylvester Stallone. He's an actor. They put him in the International Boxing Hall of Fame. They got boxing writers they put in the International Boxing Hall of Fame. You're the hardest puncher in heavyweight history, in the history of the game, in the history of Marcus of Queensbury rules, in the history of boxing, in the history of martial arts. You are the hardest hitter ever. You should belong. You belong in that Hall of Fame, man, just as much as those other guys do. Uh, let me tell you what I'm not in sir. I'm in a couple of Hall of Fame. I just went one last year. I'm in, I, I'm in the Hall of Fame. They contacted me. When me come in, I don't want to do it. I felt so much. I wouldn't go up there and sign autographs and work three or four days. I don't want to do it. Hall of Fame, that means nothing to me. God knows, punch hard, all I need to know. But you know what? Boxing fans, I think, would they feel that you deserve your props, and that's where your props would come. Well, sir, can I tell you something? I'm in two or three Hall of Fame, and 
They, a Hall of Fame doesn't mean nothing to me. The world knows it. The fighters know it. That's all that counts. Well, we put you in the Ring Talk Hall of Fame, no doubt about that, man. The hardest puncher pound for pound in the entire world. Now, Ernie Shavers, Larry Holmes said that he could see your punch coming and still get knocked down. How can I put this? Um, I told you earlier, I, I've never been knocked down by a punch that, that I saw coming. So I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was like to be able to see a punch. Because when you can see a punch, I don't know about you, but when you can see a punch coming, you can sort of like stand up to it. For some reason, you could take it. But when you can't see a punch coming, it's like, man, things happen. <laughs> well, see, I was such a powerful puncher, and I, I punched a lot harder and faster than most people believe. It caught a lot of big, up slow. I had had a lot of speed yep. and a lot of power. That's what I knocked knock him out with. 74 and 14, 68 knockouts, considered the hardest puncher in heavyweight history. Of course, he told us how he got that punching power. Now, what is life like for Ernie Shavers 2017? Life is great. I get, uh, I'm known worldwide. I get to go to Europe. I work in Europe. I work all over America. Uh, I got four or five meetings coming up now. I'm going to leave out this weekend. Uh, so I, I do a lot of traveling. I do a lot of work. Ernie, Ernie, I, I, you, Ernie, Ernie, you got to get me some work. You're doing all this work. You got to get me some work. <laughs> well, see, the fact game is so good to me, and I treat people fair. See, Archie Moore, Sugar Ray Robinson, Rock Marshall, all those guys told me what to do. When I retired, how mm-hmm. to treat people and how to care of myself, I do it, and then working for me. You know, I I got to work with um two of those guys, of course, the great Ray Robinson, Warren Walker Smith. He and I spent a m- much of a weekend together, the Tommy Hearns Roberto Duran weekend in June of 1984. He was staying in the hotel room across from me in the old Aladdin Hotel in Las Vegas, so I got to spend some time with him. And you know, man, he wasn't only the greatest in the ring as far as pound for pound is concerned. But he was an outstanding man as far as outside the ring is concerned. He really knew boxing. He knew more about society and people than you can imagine for a prize fighter. He was well, well-versed and a very articulate man. Oh, yeah. I met him here in Las Vegas. He gave me some good advice. I listened to it, and it worked out well. Well, that's good. Anyway, what do you um, – what's on what's, – what, all right, what are you doing this week? What's Ernie Shavers doing this week? Well, I go back to work next week. I'll be up in uh, up in uh, somewhere out midway west. Some was out there, person of person out there. Okay. Uh, then I got three or four places uh, lined up now to make appearances. I do autograph signing and stuff like that. So I, I stay quite busy. Okay. When you look at the, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with a hard question here. 111 National Football League players were tested that died recently and they were tested in after they were dead for their brains as far as brain damage was concerned and all 110 out of 111 of them came up with this severe brain damage called cte now boxers come up with that a lot less is that do you, do you i mean if i had to believe it or not i know i boxed but if i played football as well but if i had to send my kid in in a direction i wouldn't send him in the direction of football believe it or not i'd opt out for boxing instead i think it's less dangerous well can i tell you something huh? i'll tell you how I play high school football. Mm-hmm. Football is that's a tough sport. Compared to boxing, it, I mean, it's much tougher than boxing. I mean, it, I, I enjoy it while I'm playing it, but it's a tough, tough sport. I thank God that I did play when I started boxing. When I got tired from working hard, I thought of a, a football day. I kept it on going. Wow. Well, Ernie, we wish you the very best of luck and continued success in your future. And, of course, I think the Kentucky Boxing Hall of Fame is talking about inducting you, and I think they should. I think every Boxing Hall of Fame around the world should induct the Acorn, the Black Destroyer, the great Ernie Shavers, the man that put people on their butts. And guess what? They all knew it. They had been hit by Ernie Shavers, and life was never the same after that. So we thank you so much for spending some time with us today, man, and we wish you the very best. Thank you, and God bless you. Thank you, man. The great Ernie Shavers. Man, could he punch? I just can't. You just can't say it enough, folks. You just can't say it enough. I mean, I watched him spar a couple times. I can't remember who the guys were. I think it was Walter Santamore. Somehow that mind, that name comes to mind. <clears throat> or maybe James Broad. But those two guys, they were sparring with him in Vegas. And he hit these guys so hard. And these guys are 270-pound men, okay? And they just fell like sacks of potatoes. I mean, he's like, ba-boom, like they had been shot with a rifle from the grassy knoll in Dallas. I kid you not. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Looking at the upcoming fights, of course, the 19th, the great Terrence Crawford, the undefeated lad, the WBO 100 world, 
WB 140-pound world champion, defending that title against Julius Ndongo. Take that back. He is the WBA, WBC, IBF, and the WBO junior welterweight champion. Talk about the great, or he will be after this fight, the great Terrence Crawford. And when I say great, you know, Bud's great because he really hasn't had that super fight yet. So great with an asterisk, per se. In other words, he's great. Yeah, we'll see if he's really, really, truly great. If he gets that super fight, some guys never get that defining fight that defining moment in their career. I mean, I guess the defining moment for Gennady Golovkin is going to come down, of course, in September the 16th when he meets Canelo Alvarez. Or, or the defining moment for Canelo Alvarez will come down when he meets Gennady Golovkin on September 16th for the world middleweight title. Something's got to give here. Something's got to give here. One guy's undefeated. The other guy's lost one fight. It's a close fight on the uh, Oddsmaker Oddsmakers, uh, board. Of course, I think they've got Golovkin a slight favorite. Two and a half, two and a half to one, something like that, which isn't too long considering the Mexican fans will probably bet up Canelo Alvarez to the point where this fight will probably close down, probably go down close to even maybe seven to five, something like that, maybe eight to five at the longest come fight time. Now, come fight time, we will have two guys in the ring, one of which is a natural middleweight, the other one is a natural super middleweight. What am I trying to tell you? Gennady Glothen's going to be the smaller guy in the ring that night. I don't care if he lifts weights, if he does push-ups. I don't care what he does. He's going to be the smaller guy in the ring tonight. And I'm not talking about height. Height, he'll have maybe a little height, little bit of a height advantage over Ken Lavers. But when you look at them from their sides, from their profiles, and when you look at them across the backs, in other words, Canelo's just a much bigger guy. He's a stronger guy. He's got a good, stronger jab. I think his jab is strong. And I think if he gets that jab going, he can work that jab. If he can work that jab, kind of says... At a B-plus rate, he beats Golovkin because Golovkin will have to, you know, go out of his game, go out of his, uh, his game plan to an extent and start gambling. And if he starts gambling, he'll, get, he'll start getting cut with shots that he wouldn't have got caught with normally. So this fight boils down to Canelo Alvarez, not Gennady Golovkin. It's what Canelo does in this fight, I think, which will determine how it ends up. Why do I say that? Because I said bigger, stronger. Throws harder to the body. Oh, yeah, Golovkin's a hell of a body puncher, knocking people out. But a lot of the people that he knocked out, and I look back on Matthew Macklin, people like that, I look back at some of the films, they were great body shots. They were well-placed. But, you know, the guys are, like, like ready to go. When you've got a guy that's, like, ready to go or is vulnerable or leaves his arms up in the air like, you know, he's waving at you and leaves his ribs and his liver and all that area unprotected, well, more power to him because he's probably going down. And that's the way Golovkin's been. He's been able to, how can I put that, specifically target spots in a person's body in order to punch and do damage with. Now, with Canelo Alvarez, he's going to be looking to do the same thing. And when I think they they bow, they, they, they go, you know, put your head, heads to each other and they both work on the inside, I think, I think that Canelo's going to have the heavier shots. Do I think he'll be the faster of the two guys? I think that's going to, I think that's going to have a great determination on who wins the fight. Both these guys are of about the same average hand speed. We'll see who ends up taking the speed advantage here because I think who's first always in a boxing match for the most part, unless you're fighting counterpunchers. The bottom line is he who hits first usually wins the fight. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA, a little pro wrestling, baby. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Of course, I rock and roll each and every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern time on the Sports Byline SB Radio Nation Network. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live World. And that was from that plate around the corner. You know, the rope of dope, that was a little bit of rope of dope, but he was a dope. So he got there. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 
$100 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800 That's 800-223-0992. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I think boxing is dangerous. Uh, any man been hit in the head, the brain's a delicate thing. I think it, sh- it should be well protected. If a fellow's not qualified, he shouldn't be allowed to fight. But football is proven to have more deaths. Baseball, ice hockey, horse racing is a uh, car racing is much more dangerous. But I would uh, advise nobody to box if they get hit too much and it's too dangerous. Coming back from the break with the great Christopher Wallace. I'm talking about Biggie Smalls, baby. May he rest in peace. You think Puff Daddy had him shot there? I mean, that's what that latest movie. I don't know if you saw that latest movie on the the, uh, the gang or the rap killings on, like, it's, uh, put Tupac and uh, Biggie Smalls. But it was on Netflix. I thought it was sort of cool, and I watched it on, uh, on YouTube as well. It was really, really cool. And, of course, they pointed the daddy, pointed the gun, uh, pointed the the. The, they, they said Sean Puff Daddy Combs did it. Of course, that was the guy who hung out with the, the uh, Princeton Seaman Med fight in New York City, taking it back in London at Wembley Stadium. Of course, Puff Daddy, we're going to say he was puffing that night. His eyes were awfully red, if you know what I mean. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, hour number one of two, upcoming, right here on the Sports Byline SB, Native, SB Nation Radio Network. Of course, it's Hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We'll delve into the world of mixed martial arts. We'll even touch on a little boxing and some MMA as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Stay tuned for hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. (laughs) 